Greetings and welcome to a special brand new episode of Out The Box Talks. I am your host, Krill. We have made it to episode 39. Wow, one episode away from 40. That's, that sounds good. I like that. I want to definitely big up to our, all of our listeners who've been tuning in on a weekly basis. If you've been checking us out on our YouTube channel, Out The Box TV, thank you for that. Um, we're trying to keep the consistency there as well. And um, keep on with these audio podcasts. Remember, you can reach us at anchor.fm, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts. Just look for Out The Box Talks. So as I said, we are at episode 39. Again, I'm your host, Krill. We have a special guest in the place to be today. He has put out a number of albums over like past a decade. Um, I mean, the, the, the discography is strong. From Blooming Sounds to Black and Red All Over to Beautiful Noise, A Pond Apart, Mind Over Matter, 88 to Now, and just this past Friday, The Art of Living, which is a project he's done with a producer by the name of New Self. Uh, he's actually done a project with New Self prior as well last year, 88 to Now. So this brother is actually hailing originally from Cali, but currently residing in Michigan. He's a really dope MC, and his music is just very people-relatable, which is one of the main reasons I was, I, I was really excited to have him on the show today. So without further ado, I would like to introduce to our Out the Box Talks listening audience, Brother Hailing out of Michigan, MC known as Serene Poems. Welcome to Out the Box. What's good, Serene? How you doing? Oh, man, it's, it's lovely. I'm good, man. Thanks for having me. This this is uh this is special. You know, doing doing interviews is always always a a good thing. Getting a chance to give people more insight into to what's going on in, in, in your head and with the music and everything. So I, I appreciate you reaching out. Indeed, man. Thank you for being available and open to doing the interview. <laughs> I got to always yeah, get yeah, that. No, no, no problem. Word, word. So I definitely want to talk to you today about this new project. Uh, the bulk of the interview is going to be focused on this new project that you have out with new self. But before we get into that, I do want to give you an opportunity just to give the listener a little history about yourself. So tell the people how hip hop became a thing for you, man. How did this whole idea of emceeing become a reality for you? Yeah, man. I mean, you know, eight, my last project like you said was eighty eight to now and that that project is kind of embodying that whole thing. Like eighty eight was like the year for me. Like it just hit and it was it was something that just pulled me in when I heard it. You know, you you hear Don't Push Me if I'm close to the edge and you hear all these songs that are like getting getting this getting play and getting pushed on M T V at the time and your own T V raps was popping and you you got Run DMC and LL and all these artists who are different, but they all got something to say. And it was uh, it was just just that time, like being able to relate to what's going on. Even all these cats are from places I had never been. They coming from New York, they coming from Chicago, Philly, all over the place. But there was there was I just felt like they were directly speaking to me, and so it um. It gave it gave me that 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 little that pull like man I just I want to do that I want to write I want to want to be able to share what I'm thinking I want to share my voice like you know you you talk to people all the time who are not able to say what they want to say because you're getting silenced mm. and so that's that you know it was uh that that's that's what pulled me into hip hop was that that era pulled me into hip hop there was so much to say it was political it was it was it was raw it was fun it was 
peaceful. It, it had all these different facets to it. Everything is so one dimensional right now. Mm. And mm. so to have, to have all those different facets, it was like, yo, like you as, as an individual, as a human being, you're not the same way all the time. So you constantly giving us the same image. I'm tough I'm this I'm that. I, I'm blazing all the time. I'm selling drugs. I got this money. Like, all right, cool. There's got to be more to you than that. Mm, mm, you know, mm. so that's that's what pulled me into hip hop was that that era of music was like, yeah, this, this is what I want to do. So, mm. when did you decide that okay, I'm going to become a contributor as a as an artist? Man, I was like out of high school. Um, I started messing around, kind of freestyling in high school. Was just just used to cipher and. Um, we had a, like a house party and, and uh <laughs> man's had a he had a karaoke machine <laughs> and he was recording everybody freestyling and stuff. And I remember coming to school like after the weekend passed and everybody was like, Yo, you can spit, yo, like, yo, what the what, how long you been rapping? I was like, What are you what are you talking about? You know, then my man played the tape to me and it was like, Yo, you was but I didn't know you was nice like that and and in my mind I'm thinking, I didn't know I was Nice. I was just freestyling. I know <laughs> it wasn't nothing that I was like pursuing at that time. And then um, I moved to Cali. Oh, I mean, I moved to LA. I moved just from Long Beach. So I moved to LA, and then I joined a, joined a bigger collective, and then we just started making music, and then that was that was it. And I just push, just kept pushing music at that time. Wow, dope, dope. And I mean, I gotta say, I'm not too heavily familiar with your catalog however i have been seeing your name you know but i feel like this is like the first year that i really started paying attention which when i look back at your catalog i'm like yo this brother's been doing it for a minute (laughs) (laughs) but um i'm not mad at that i feel like everything has its proper timing and now i have like a lot of music to go back and listen to (laughs) you know yeah yeah <laughs> but um this project yes yes this project the art of living it's on elect records right elect, elect recordings yep. am i saying it right yeah right and it's your second project with new self tell me a little bit yeah. about how you and new self came together like and what made this project come about yeah, he um he actually he just he hit me up on uh I want to say it was on Twitter and uh he he had been following you know what I've been doing artistically and, and uh, he was like yo man um I'm just trying to trying to work with artists and I want to send you some beats you just be honest with me let me know what you think so I was like he shot me some beats and I was like yo you just it's dope like I don't I don't know where their security's coming from the beats are fresh man like yeah like you know. Keep, keep pushing. He, he wanted to do a remix for uh, one of the songs from another project. Um, so I think he did the remix, and it never it never got picked up. But I really dug the remix. And I was like, "Look, let's do a, let's do a full project. Let's do a full body of work, and let's let's see where we can you know try to try to get things moving." Like for me, I, I'm always looking to work with somebody that I, that I see has, they either have it or they have great potential. They just need that push because mm-hmm. they, you know, a lot of times people just want to give up. And so he, he was in that, that space of like, yeah, I'm just kind of making it for fun right now. Cause I don't nobody want to work with me. So I was like, let's just, let's just do a full project. Let's do a body. Let's, let's make a body of work and push it, you know, and I'll push it to the label and see if they're feeling it. And, you know, worst kind of words, we put it out ourselves, you know, put it out ourselves. And uh, the label was feeling it. And so they, they picked it up, and that was the, the 88 to not joint. And then we came up with the follow-up record. Mm, wow. Yeah, I got to say, man, um, the connection that you guys have musically, it, it works. I can definitely oh, hear the your voice complimenting his beats and his beats complimenting your vocals. You know, when I look at your discography, one of the things that I saw in common is that you tend to work with a lot of producers. I feel like almost every project you've done, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, probably except for Blooming Sounds, there's a Mm -hmm. producer, like one producer. Um, I know you've worked with SCB and Theory Has It and 
Terem, mm-hmm. am I pronouncing that right? Uh, Terem. Terem, yeah. Terem. Yeah, out of France, yeah. Right. What, what, what is that like for you? Like, was that a, always like in a, was that like an intentional decision for you to always say, I'm going to work with one producer? Like, how did that one producer collabo come about for you? Yeah, man, I, um, you know, when you're making a project and you're just collecting beats from a bunch of different people mm-hmm. and when you come, when it comes down to sequencing, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta deal with the class, the mm-hmm. feel of the beat. Sometimes the feel of the tracks are all over the place, but if I can tell one producer, Hey, this is, this is what I'm thinking. This is the vein of what I want to be in. We can go slow, mid, up tempo. Right. But this this is the vein that I'm thinking of. This is this is where I see the project going. And they're like, All right, cool. I can produce that whole thing. Slow you know, and I think it makes it it makes it flow better, but also like I feel like hip hop, when you say hip hop, people just think rap. Mm. And for me the producer and the DJ is so vital to what it is that we do. Yes. Being able to showcase the producer like one person did all these beats they don't have one linear style they they got they got a range of production that they can do i think for for me it's it's like i feel like that's super important to be able to like as a as an mc i'm going to showcase what i can do but then i'm shorthanding the producer or something like yeah cool i just need one beat and then that's that and if somebody really likes that beat that's all everybody's gonna come to them for and yes. then as a producer, they're like, man, I just kind of like, I'm in the box now. This is all people want me to do. They want me to do grimy beats or they want me to do these slow emo beats or, you know, so being able to like say, hey, man, let's let's make a body of work, show your range and create, create, create a, a, a catalog. Like basically you can release this project instrumentally by itself and it showcases what you can do as a producer. And that helps that helps the producer as well sell themselves. So mm. that's that's how that, that's my, my my main thinking process behind it. Dope, dope, dope. You know, I have to say, and I've said this a number of times before, I feel like the best albums tend to be the ones where it's one MC and one producer. <laughs> yeah, um, man. The blue below the heavens with exile, like yeah, that album. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. nothing touched it for a long time. Wow. A lot of people that I talk to, they're like, man, I, I didn't know if I was going to ever like another album as much as I like this album. Wow. You know, and that's why it took off. I met a lot of people who, who you know, had those words for me. Even you, you hear the roots, you know, it's a full band, but it's like Quest is the mastermind behind most of what's happening. Yeah. You yeah. think of, you know, you think of Tribe. It's like Ali Shaheed, and then they brought Dilla in later, but that early stuff, that was Ali doing his thing with him and Q-Tip had to, had to, had to shine, but Ali was the main man behind the, behind the movement. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a different thing. It's gang star, you know, it's, it's, um, prime. Yeah. Everything. When you hear, when you hear that production, you hear that big Swan Village, anything Dylan touched pretty much, you know, you could just continue the list. Yeah. You know, it's just it just goes on and on. Mad Lib and Freddie Gibbs right now, like every project, the production is like, man, what? <laughs> this, this is so dope. You know, oh, yeah. the, the chemistry builds and it just works. So yeah, I feel you. I'm I'm pretty much in the same lane with that. Wow. So the the album, The Art of Living. How how did this whole project and concept come together? Man, like it was. Uh, you know, it's it's as as everybody know, twenty twenty has been trash, but uh <laughs> it was uh yes. even 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 before that, you know, um with the with everything that happened with what's what's been going on in the world, we you know, we got we got who we have as our president. We have life changing for everyone and it was just um, you know, I'm married, I got two kids, I'm I'm in Michigan and I'm living I'm living here and I'm I'm noticing the, the differences in life, mm-hmm. you know, from where where I grew up to where I am right now, what my kids are seeing. And it's like there's things that you're taught when you're from the hood that don't really leave you until you actually sit back, look at it and dissect it, you know, so it's like 
you talk to people from the hood, it's like, hey, man, how you doing? What's going on? How's life? I'm surviving. I'm surviving. I'm surviving. I'm surviving. Like, that's all you really hear. And it's like, man, like, so we get, we, we trap ourselves in this mindset of, I just got to survive. Mm. Not really knowing why. <laughs> you know, and then yeah. now I've, and I looked, I took a step back and looked at myself and it's like, man, I've been living like this for a long time. Right. I mean, I've been in survival mode for a long time. Everything is survive, 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 survive. I'm never I'm not living. I'm not giving my chance to self. I'm not giving myself a chance to live. And surviving and living is not the same. And it's like, you know, learning that and seeing that. And it's like, okay. So it was just like a lot of things that I had been like dissecting to myself internally. So that's what the project came. That's, that's where the project came from. I was like, yo, I just want to be a very just open kind of reflective project because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I'm looking at things in myself as a, as a husband, as a father, as an yeah. artist, as a man, the black man in America, all these other facets of who I am. And I'm just like, man, these are a lot of things that I just kind of like skip over. Like, um, I just got to keep going. I just got to keep going. I got to keep moving. I got to survive. I got to make sure life is right and never taking the time to like live and enjoy the simple things. And so, um, that's, that's, that's where the concept of the project came from. Wow. You know, one of the things that led me to you after listening to your music is I just felt like your your approach as a as an MC is is very mature and you make the type of music that a father could actually play for his teenage son. Um yeah. <laughs> and and it's it's like that is something that sad to say we don't we can't find that too often in hip hop, especially in the mainstream. Right. Um, and I know it it exists in the underground more so, but I feel like it's still pretty scarce. Like, cause I don't really hear, yeah, I don't really hear any profanity in your music. Um, it's, it's, it's grown man stuff, but (laughs) at the same time, it's still the type of music that I feel like you could play with your teen son. And like, you know, you guys could kind of like build off of, the information. So, um, what I want to do from this point, uh, specifically speaking to the art of living album is reference a few, what I'll be doing is referencing some songs from the album and we'll, we'll go through some of the themes that are on the songs. So, um, the first one that I want to talk about is the first song, which, uh, is titled, Morning the morning. What is the yeah. significance of this song? Why'd you choose to title it Morning the Morning? Yeah, so like right now we're we're stuck in the loop. <laughs> it's like this COVID nineteen, you got everyone stuck in the loop. It's mm-hmm. like, man, I gotta put a mask on, I gotta go, I gotta do this, I gotta stay in the house, I can't really be around people. Um, this life in general it feels that way. It's like, man, if you have a bad day or if you have a good day, we tend to let that, that, that good day determine what the rest of the rest of time, what the rest of the week looks like, like, man, that, that was such a good day. Now I'm having a bad day and you mourning that day, like that, that day, you let that one day dictate how you're going to feel, who you're going to be how life is going to look for the rest of the week, rest of your life, rest of the year, whatever, whatever it may be. And, you know, letting that one, that once that one issue change that, that, that good time. Like, man, mm. that was such a good day. I wish, I wish I could go back to that. Mm. So that's where the concept of morning, the morning comes from. Mm. Good. Wow. Yeah. And I, it just, it makes sense, right? The whole idea of starting off the album with the whole morning theme. Yeah. <laughs> that was dope. I, I caught that, yeah. like how you introduced it with that. Nice. I appreciate it. Thank you. Now, the, the other track, uh, We the People, you have a line where you say, feeling better than ever, care less about more, downsize my inner circle to a family of four, close the door yeah. on chances that are not advances. I ain't trying to be a part of the divorced average. Now, I got to say, I chuckled a little bit when I heard that last line specifically references, <laughs> referencing the divorced average, because I'm like, yo, this brother, 
you know, sounds like he really, really understands married life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so my question to you is, when did it hit you? When, when did you come to the realization that it was going to be family over risk? When did you realize that taking chances and not advances could potentially put you in a divorce? <laughs> Man, like just, just the when you first the when the first kid comes, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, and then like, even before kids, honestly, man, when you look at the reality of like, cause like for me, I'm I've been you know I'm, I've been I'm an only child, mm -hmm. so I'm like I didn't have no brothers, I had no sisters. I've always been used to my own space. So when I got married, if someone was in my space, that felt weird. I had to adjust, mm -hmm. and it was like, oh, okay, so I. I'm learning about real sacrifice because yeah. up until that point, I ain't really sacrificed nothing. That's, I'm being real. Like if I'm real with myself, like up until the point of becoming a married man, I never sacrificed nothing. I never had to lay myself down and just put myself aside. I was selfish. Mm. So it was like, yeah, like, okay. Um, <laughs> all these like just taking, taking leaps at stuff that don't really, add up or don't really have any any solid ground or or no no real information i can't do that anymore right because i got I'm just, i gotta i gotta i gotta sit here and tell my wife why i'm coming home with no money exactly and wifey will <laughs> let you know <laughs> she's like wait hold on you you did a show and you didn't get paid yeah so you've been gone for six hours and you're coming home with no money Man. i just been chilling at the house by myself uh yeah, you know. Uh <laughs> you try to you try to fumble your way out of it, but you know, it's it's building a buzz. It's like, I don't really care about no buzz if ain't no bread involved. Yeah. So, you know, so that's 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 where that comes from. It's just like, yeah, you can't all these all these little little things that you just jumping at, like, you know, just gotta just take chances and see what happens. It's like, you, know, you can't you can't take chances. You need definites. Yeah. And it's like, for me, it's like, if it, if ain't no definites involved, I'm just not doing it. That's just what it is. My yeah. bad. I can't, I can't do it. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's like when you, when you have a family, like the responsibility is, is well beyond you. So, you know, I, yeah. I definitely, I definitely get you on that, man. Like it just, it resonated with me. Cause I was like, yeah. I know exactly what he's talking about. Uh, uh, but that was dope that you put it in the rhyme, you know. That's what I love about, you know, certain MCs. Like, they, their music is so relatable that, you know, the listener could be like, you know, they, could, they really feel it, you know what I mean? So, props on that. When I'm looking at the album, I got to say the artwork definitely grabs my attention. So, there's an elephant and there's like some flowers over the elephant's back. And I think the elephant yeah. is like, like water is coming out of the, the elephant trunk. Like, yeah. it's, like talk to me a little bit about the symbol symbolism behind the elephant and, you know, how does it depict the message of the art of living? Yeah. So like, you know, the, the elephants are just massive, just dominant beings. Like just, you know, they, they're out there, but they, flourish and grow and and they they like these all these crazy facts that you find out about different animals but like they marry one partner and they stay with them that's it this is it this is it. we met cool i'm with you we done i'm not messing with nobody else like so that that symbolizes like family the the elephant and then the, the flowers is like growth and then you got to continue to water that and in order to continue to get that water, you got to work for it. So it's like the elephant is standing in the water. It's working to get that water to, to continue to keep those flowers blooming. So that's, that's pretty much the, the cover of it. It's just like you got to continue to move as a unit. You got to continue to work. You got to continue to put that work back into your family. You can't just work and then, oh, man, I really, I really get nothing out of this. this is, I'm just working to be working like I'm learning, like, you know, I've learned the difference between, like, you know, you hear that all your life, like, growing up from people. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm a working man. I work. I, I shouldn't have to do this. And it's like, it's just kind of kind of backwards, bro. Like, you know, like, mm -hmm. just just because you're working don't mean that you can't be present. Wow. Being, being, being a husband 
and having a job, coming home like, yeah, I'm gonna take a shower in this vet and and I'm gonna get put some comfortable clothes on and just not engage my family. Mm. That's you ain't doing nothing. Right, right. You just a body. You just you just a body in the house. Yeah. But if you don't know, you don't know your kids' fears. You don't know their likes. You don't know their desires, their wants, what they dreaming of. You don't know that stuff. You're not doing your job. Wow. That's just it, and that's that's what I've been learning. It's like, man, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta be present. I can't just be a provider. Anybody can be a provider. Exactly. All you gotta do is get up, go to work, and put some money in the bank, and make sure bills is paid. But you gotta be present to be a to be a father. I don't want to be a provider. I want to be a father. I want to be a husband. I want to be present. So, yeah, that's that's the the cover has a lot of, and even the color choice. You know mm. what I mean? The the blue and the yes. greens. It's like you know all of that. Like all of that is like it's just it's all it's all going back into the idea of growth. How did you even think of this? Was it your uh, idea to actually put this whole depiction together? As far as the the cover, yeah. I just know the, the cover was actually the, the that's my brother-in-law. His name is Jacob Weston. He's, he's crazy on the art tip. And so wow. we had like a sit down and we had a talk and I gave him my idea. Dope. My idea was just like a house. And like my, my original idea was a house. One side was like dark and like shaded and then one side was in color. And then it was like, you know, water and light and all this stuff. And then he was like, okay. So then we got to talk and he's like, I got an idea. Cause we talked, we we talked about all this stuff, and he's like, "I'm gonna put it together, and it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be everything we you talk, told me, but I'm gonna put it in the and make it an art piece." So he sent it back, and I was like, "You know what? I'm gonna t- <laughs> we gonna continue to do this. I'm gonna tell you my idea, and you make the artwork. I'm I'm not even gonna I'm just gonna let you surprise me." So he just he kind of just took the reins on it. We were sitting, we would talk about it get everything down he would write the notes and then he would send it back to me what what he got out of what i was saying wow that's dope man i mean i'm looking at your other artwork for like your other projects and i don't think there's anything as striking as this like this one really stands out and i think it's the colors yeah (laughs) yeah 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 no definitely and that's 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 why I was like, when he sent that back, that was the first thing he did. He didn't do any of the singles, anything else. He just did the album cover. Dope. And I was like, man, you know what? I'm I'm done trying to shoot you the ideas and have you just draw what I'm thinking. Like, let's let's chat it up like we did this first time. Jot down, you can jot down a couple of key words and take those words and turn it into what you feel. And that's so that's what I let him do the rest of the project. Dope, dope, dope. So I want to go to another song. Uh, It's called All Right, Okay. In the hook, you repeatedly say, feeling all right, feeling okay, got blessed with another day. And it really speaks to the idea of gratitude. So when you think of something simple like waking up to see a new day and being grateful for that, what does it ultimately do for one's happiness just that idea of just waking up and having man i mean for, for me for me it's everything man because it's like just no no nobody's promised another day man you know like i mean just not not to like bring everything heavy but i mean you think about george floyd man my man got accused of spending a fraudulent bill they said accused they never said that they found a bill none mm-hmm. of that he's gone He's gone. He had kids. So it's like me going out, living life, doing what I got to do, going to the grocery store, doing whatever. It's like there's a chance I could not come home. Yeah. There's a chance. There's a chance. There's a chance every day that I could not come home. And it could, it don't have to be racist. It don't got to be police. It could be a drunk. It could be whatever. And so the fact that I'm getting another day, a chance to be present, a chance to enjoy life with my family, close friends, loved ones like that. That's that in itself is enough. Like for me, that in itself is enough. It's like, I don't need, I don't need a lot. You know, I'm not, I'm not out here trying to chase 
billboards and all that like it's it's cool like it's it's like i get it i get it like a lot of people some people that that's that feeds them that like and at a time i could say that's that's what i i saw for myself but it was like it and once you get too close to it it's either you see that you all in or there's some things you don't like and you're like i think i'm cool mm-hmm. <laughs> you know so for me that's what it was like i think i'm cool i think i'm good with just doing what i love having a passion and I got a job. I take care of my family. My bills are paid. I'm good. We got money in the bank. Like I'm not stressed for money. So why, why put everything on the line trying to chase something that's not going to make it, that's not going to change what I have right now. Right. Like what, get a, get a bigger house. Get like, I don't need more than what I have. I got three bedroom house. Why well, I need more space. Everybody got a bedroom. We good. Mm-hmm. Like nobody sleeping on the floor, nobody sleeping on the couch. Everybody got a bed. Like I, yeah, the, the idea of more has been just ingrained in everything, and it's just like, man, I'm learning. I'm learning to just simplify. Wow. So for me, like, yeah, man, I, I woke up today. Like, yeah, be grateful for that. Any any bad feelings, any attitudes, any like, I need to just shake that off yeah. and just be, be be glad to be here. You know, wow. so yeah, that's that's where that comes from. How'd you arrive at that mindset? You know, when you hear people talk like that, you know, there's so many different reasons, right, why people have come to this. Maybe they reached a certain point in their life where, you know, they become closer to God or whoever they believe in in terms yeah. of, you know, I'm just curious to know, like, like what brought you to that mindset? I mean, it's a pretty um, humble mindset to be at yeah um i mean man like definitely being closer to god but i think also my my life's just my upbringing so mm-hmm. you know just you know, i'm i'm open about it i don't really like care about like like i have the typical inner city black male story and it's, it sucks to say that it's typical but it's just the truth like i've seen my pops once my whole life um my mom got strung out on drugs when i was like 10 9 10 so my grandmother took custody of me. She passed away. My aunt took custody of me. You know, and then and I, I was I dealt with anger a lot as a kid because it was like, man, the one person who I felt like was there was my grandmother. She was gone. Wow. My aunt was busy. She had to work, so I was by myself a grip, just going to school, coming home, making my own meals. And it was just kind of like a fend for yourself, fight or flight type thing, yeah. like growing up all all that time. So. You represent but, that rose that grew out of the concrete, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. I and yes, and it's and it's just the the truth is like I, I, just, I had I had that one difference that a lot of kids don't have. You know, like in, living here in Michigan, we get a chance to work with kids. Uh, my brother-in-law and I, we have a, a nonprofit called All of the Above Hip Hop Academy. We work with kids, tutor them, work with DJ, and then all that different stuff. But these kids, you know, they got they they got parents telling them. I can't wait till you're 18 so I can get you out of my house. I didn't want you anyway. Wow. They're being, they're being told that to their face. So I didn't have that. I had somebody come in and say, no, nah, we're not going to let you fall into the system. We're not going to let you get lost in the system. I'm going to sacrifice my freedom and pull you in and raise another kid. My grandmother didn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, so a lot of, a lot of that is like what, what shapes where I'm at right now. It's like, yeah, I, I went, I went on the, I went off a little bit, got a little destructive, but, and I didn't, and then just, you know, got lucky and didn't get jumped in no games or none of that. It was just, it was just that, that change of events, her pulling me out and saying, no, nah, that's not for you. We're going to change everything, everything that you know, I'm going to put, I'm I'm going to, I'm going to flip that upside down. I'm going to show you something different. And so that's, um, that's, that's what helped me arrive here. Wow, that's dope. Thank you for sharing. Appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate it, bro. Yeah, thank you. So, um, on vibrations, you say, you have a line where you say, dope bars that raw, real rap by cats that look like dudes you know. No rainbow hair, face tats, and strange clothes. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't want to pick on... The rainbow here, right? I'm not I'm not even gonna focus yeah, on yeah, that. Yeah. But um yeah. I'm curious to know like 
what benefit is it to the listener that the rapper not only looks like them, but makes music that is relatable to the everyday working class person's reality? I mean, for me, it's everything, bro. Like my my favorite my favorite MCs, you know, they they look they just chilling. They just like comfortable with life. They're not. It's not a it's not a glitz and glam show. Pharaoh, Black Thought, Fonte, Odyssey. Like these are these are cats who I feel like I know them. Like I like like you live down the street from me. Like that being able to see that, like, yo, they're they're living their lives, they're they're doing what they love and they're taking care of, they're taking care of what they need to take care of. I think we need for me personally, I feel like that needs to be seen more mm. in hip hop. But but in hip hop right now, everything is what do you have? How do you get it? What did you do to get it? Right. How much you got it? how much you got? And it's just like, man, like I don't, I, I don't care. I like that's honestly all of that is not my business. Let's be real. I don't need to know how much money you got. I sh- honestly I shouldn't know how much money you got. <laughs> you setting yourself up to get robbed if it's from the wrong person. Like it's just all of that, like it's just it's overboard in my opinion. I think it's just be be just be you. Like you know what I mean? And some and some people that is who they are. Or that's that's who they've they've created. You know, I don't I don't know. Right, I, right, I, right. I don't know. Anybody who truly is living that. Yeah. I haven't met that dude who's truly living like, yo, I'm slanging every day. I'm, I'm, yeah, those dudes are dead or in jail. Yeah. You're really doing it like that. So I, I don't know those dudes. Yeah. And I, I think it's a, it's an important thing to think about, right? Like, cause you know, I'm big on, you know, people expressing their creativity, whether it's through their looks or whatever. But I feel like there's something special about, you know, looking at an artist and being able to say, wow, this brother reminds me of my uncle. You know what I'm saying? Like, or yeah. he reminds me of somebody that or, I look up to. Yeah. You know, yeah. 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 You know what I mean? It's, it's the same, it's the same concept as hearing a kid say, man, I'm, I'm excited to see somebody that looks like me in a cartoon, like the whole spider universe and black Panther, yeah. all of this, like all of that you hear, did you see, you see the joy, like my kids, the, the joy they had in their eyes watching that movie. My son talking about, he wanted his hair cut like that. When we wow. got out the movie, like yeah. that, you know, being able to see someone that looks like you and just like, yo, like I yeah. can relate to this person. Indeed. Half of the cast that look like me that are being pushed in the industry. I cannot relate to you at all on any level right wow and so it's like man like at a, at some point it's like man like we gotta like be real with this like you know just who's relating to this and if you and if you are relating to this and you got a family at the house something wrong <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is real i appreciate that man on uh so i'm actually going through a number of the tracks on the album so i hope you're still with yeah. me um <laughs> Oh, I'm here, man. On a yeah. slowdown, you say, road to success is not a rat race. Stay safe. Look sharp and be aware. The grind will be there. Get some rest and take care. Now, I live in New York. And that idea yeah. of grinding and staying busy, especially when it comes to keep keeping up with social media, sometimes becomes perceived as synonymous with success. How do you yeah. find... How did you find your rhythm as far as the work that you do to create and promote your artistry, but still, you know, avoid the burnout? Where did you find that place of like, okay, this is my rhythm and it works for me and I don't feel burned out? Yeah, I think, I think honestly, man, like treating it like a, like, like a job, you know what I mean? You need, you need time from work. Mm-hmm. You need, you need, you need a, you need a schedule. And so for me, it's like, as much as I want to, I could, I could write every day. I could do it every day, but I know that the responsibility of being present outweighs that 100%. So I write maybe two, three times a week at night after the kids are asleep for about 
two hours. Still able to keep the out the, the output of music. Still able to stay creative, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I'm not I'm not sacrificing my family right. for something that's that's not that's not more important than them. I'm not oh. putting I'm not putting anything above them, and that's I think that's for me that's that's where I found it. It was like okay, I gotta I gotta like prioritize like what's most important. Okay, I need to work to pay <clears throat> provide for my family. I need to keep insurance for my family. I need to be able to buy groceries for my family. I need to make sure that the car is running for the family. So all of those things go into one space, family. Mm-hmm. So family is so, so, I, so instead of putting this, like I had to like reverse everything. It was like, okay, yeah. so family is first. I got to work for the family. I got to do this for the family. I got to do this for the family. This for the family. All of this stuff comes secondary. If my job ever gets in the way of family, I'm finding another job. Period. You know, as you talk about family, I have to ask you, how has your experience as a father, as a family man, you know, as a husband, benefited your outlook on your career? Because usually... I think as you alluded to earlier, you kind of had to put it in reverse, right? Because usually yeah. it's this, it's a sacrifice for for the other. And usually it's this the sacrifices that the the you know the 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 individual is sacrificing their family for their career. But you mm-hmm. you switched it around. So I'm, it 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 makes me curious to know how has your experience with switching it around benefited your career uh, i think i think it's um it's allowed me to be more more transparent mm. because i'm more comfortable like like for me a lot of times that would have been the one thing that i wouldn't want to talk about is family no 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 i'm not talking about that you don't need to know about that you don't need to know about my family. That's my family. I don't need to tell you about that. That's 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 a separate thing. This these are two different worlds, but when the reality is not because everything that I do represents my family. If I'm out here hoeing, <laughs> out here with a gang of different bras all the time, that reflects on my wife. Mm. If I'm not out here taking care of business and my family is struggling and ain't eating right, that that represents my family. Mm. Well said. So at the end of the day, so at the end of the day, it's like, yo, like if if that's not the most important thing, I'm never, I'm, I'm, I'm never, I'm never gonna want to try to be better. I'm, a, I'm gonna be, oh yeah, I'm, I'm covering the, I'm covering my bases. I'm cool. I don't ever want to be that person. Like I'm covering the bases. Yeah, the kids got, got toys. They got clothes. You know, we got food in the house. We, we good. They don't need nothing else from me. I'm about to go golfing. I'm about to go with the homies to the bar. I'm gonna do this. They don't need nothing else. I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I, I just. I'm not. I'm not trying to. Li- I'm not trying to be that. Yeah. At all. Like that's just not. I just like for me and me personally, this is not. It's not a. It's not a healthy thing. Because like at the end of the day, when they because when your kids are older and they leave your house, yeah. and you ain't around. What? Then you're gonna be ask, ask, you know, then I'm gonna have questions. Where yeah. you learning this from? Where you learn that from? Well, you don't have no relationship with me. Why you want to talk about it now? Yeah. You know, so like the the family the family aspect has given me a lot of like perspective to look at a lot of different things. And it's just it's broadened my subject matter. It's, it's yes. broadened my my outlook on the way that I approach writing bars, like everything. Wow. So it's it's um for me, it's been it's been a huge benefit. Like Cause I think I think you know I would have been uncomfortable doing a song, you know, talking about things that I've learned within my marriage and my failures and 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 the things that the flaws and all of that. Like I'd be, I would have been uncomfortable talking about those things yeah. if if I didn't value like the idea of family. I feel like everybody should be able to hear it and be like, yo, you know what, man, I'm I'm in that same boat. Yeah. Like I think people who feel that way should be able to relate to it. So. Um, putting family first is, you know, being put, put me in a place to where I can comfortably 
just write about it and be cool with it and, and, and know that I know somebody else feels the same way. And I'm good with that. Even if it's 20 people. Yeah. But I just don't want to make something for somebody who feels like me. So. And I mean, it comes across so real. Like as you're talking right now, like the music resonates even more. So um, I, appreciate that, bro. I, I appreciate you being transparent and, and just being real about about that in this interview, man. No, I appreciate it. On track eight, you say, before this time pass, plan for tomorrow today. Now, speaking again as a father and as a family man, you know, coming from that perspective, what are some common examples of one planning for tomorrow today? Like, what are some things you know, you have, you know, you've kept in mind or put in place or one, something, you know, people can learn from as far as um, planning for tomorrow today. Yeah. I mean, I think like my, my wife, you know, she went, she went me in the shape with the budgeting. Like I said, I was single, just running the streets. I was, I was easy. Just, I was, I eat out. I'm good. I buy these kicks. I'm good. It's just money to come back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I think planning for tomorrow today for me is like really like it's simple. It's like it's. I think we over we over complicate so much. It's like, bro, just what what can you do without? All right, cool. Stop spending money on that. Put it in savings. Stop putting on money on that. Put that in your kids' IRA account. Stop spending money on that. You know what I mean? And, and okay, cool. What What do you really need? And I think I think planning for tomorrow today is like it's that simple. Just prioritizing. Again, what's the most what What makes most sense? What's important? There's so much you can do without. You know what I mean? I don't need I don't need new shoes all the time. I ain't going nowhere, especially right now. Like, yeah. <laughs> like who's who's going anywhere? What you need some new shoes for? Who are you gonna show up to? Yeah, Where are you going? My grandmother always had this saying. She said, don't buy a bunch of shoes. You could only wear one pair at a time. <laughs> and I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. You know, so it's like, you know, like I, I used to be, I used to be a sneakerhead. I was so into sneakers. And it's like, now it's like, man, that's crazy. I couldn't believe I, would, I used to spend that much money on kicks and wear them and beat them up and then go get some more. And it's like, right. yeah, you know. Just planning for tomorrow today is like yeah, but even it's even down to meal planning. Like I meal plan. Like I don't like I like I just I gotta like have things lined up. It's like all right, cool. What are we gonna do for dinner? At least dinner and lunch is at least planned out, so the right. kids know like I don't really have to overthink it. I'm working from home right now because you can't go nowhere. So it's like all right, cool. I got lunch, dinner planned out. Bam. Rest of the day, y'all have fun, play. We're going to have some reading time, some school time, have a couple snacks, you know, but like just, yeah, just planning it out, man. It's just, just think, just, just sit back and think about the thing that the way trying to make things move um, as, as easy as possible, as smooth as possible. And that's, that's, that's my, that's my way of planning for tomorrow today. Indeed. Spoken like a true parent, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Surviving and living. What's the difference between the two? How would you define them and the differences between the two? Man, like so surviving is just running with the blinders on, man. You're not you're not spotting you're not able to spot what's the the the, the, the beautiful things, the simple things, the, the joyful things. Like you know, when you are you hustling? And it's just like, man, if I don't, if I don't get this bread, I'm out on the street next week. Mm. That that changes everything. That that turns everything off. Everything is dim. All you see is bills. All you see is failure. All you see is hurt. You know what I'm saying? You live in paycheck to paycheck. You're not able to save no money. You just surviving. Mm. And it's, it's it's just struggle. That's that's all. I feel like that word just means struggle. And for for so long, I thought that was that was what it was. It's like, man, life is a struggle. You hear that all the time, man. You know, life is a struggle, but it's good. 
I'm like, wait, wait, hold on. Like, life is a struggle, but it's good. I'd be like, okay, there's some things that are hard, but everything in life can be a struggle. You're going to have some hard times, but, like, everything can be a struggle. I mean, but then living, for me, like, being able to do the simple things. I'm going to take this, I'm going to take my son to the park for 30 minutes and throw these foam planes that do all these loops and stuff that he, he enjoys so much. That 30 minutes means more to him than me sitting down next to him while he watches a cartoon. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it's 30 minutes. Yeah. That's I'm getting a chance to live and see my son light up and create a memory with him. Like that's living. That's simple. It, 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 but we look at it as like, oh man, let's put the show on. We good. We need to do that. Yeah. Not knowing like how much that means to him. And it's like so for for me, it's like living is just taking those small things and finding joy in them. And then those small things don't have to be so big and extravagant because we we look at living as like, oh man, we got to be able to go to Disney World and stay there for three days, spend one hundred and fifty dollars for everybody to get in there. Like that's living. It's always it's always tied to a thing or some monetary gain or some type of financial tag tied to it like oh you living it up and i was like well you just did something that cost a lot of money <laughs> yeah. I was, it, it's, <laughs> you ain't living that you just did something that cost a lot of money and it's cool wow. to do those things i'm not saying that it's 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 not okay i'm all i'm saying is like it's we 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 put that in a category to where the simple things are just kind of become non-existence and you just kind of overlook them and you mull over them and you treat them like doing doing those things are worthless or they don't they don't really amount to much so i'm just not gonna do it yeah wow that's so. that is really well said man you know as i hear you talk about just appreciating the simple things i i look back at the record and i'm like this is a a, a very strong theme within the record you know obviously with tracks like slow down but there's a number of other songs where you you really just talk about just taking it easy like appreciating yeah. you know all that you talk about in terms of you know your your responsibility and and the time that you take to be present and 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 be aware of everything happening in your family that that's that whole concept of appreciating the simple things so it it, it definitely resonates with 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 the music man that explanation. i appreciate that bro Indeed. Now, on the self-titled track, you say that no man has mastered the art of living. Why is that? Yeah. And what would you say is the closest example you've seen to one being able to achieve that? So that's a two-part question. Like, why is yeah. it the case? And um, what's the closest example you've seen to someone living the art of living? Yeah, I think um, because we're we um, we're you know nobody's perfect, so we look at we look at people who have a lot, and it's like man, their life got to be perfect. But then you look up two years later, and that person committed suicide. You're like, wait, they had everything. Mm. Like, hold on, I'm confused. Like, wait, oh man, had all that money, he committed suicide. Like, wait, that's that's crazy. That don't make sense to me. But then you see this dude who's been working down at the shipyard, pulling in fish for 30 years. He's full of joy all the time. <laughs> you try to figure it out. Like, why are you so happy? You work harder than anybody I know. I don't understand. And it's just uh, everybody, everybody has a different, has a different level of, of, of joy that, or, or different, a different, a different um, lane or different temperature of joy. You know what I'm saying? So we, we sit back and we measure each other. We measure ourselves off of other human beings. And it's like, nobody's perfect. Mm -hmm. Nobody has, nobody has mastered this. No one, I don't care how much you have. I don't care. No, no one has mastered this. Like it's always going to be, a, be, a, be work. It's always going to be work to change. Like next, next, next month, you know, what makes me happy right now may not. I may not want to write it all next month. I may not want to, you know, 
catch up on the phone. Like I just might be in a different space. I got to find a different way to work through that. So depression don't take over. Like it's just, it's a, it's a, it's an ever evolving thing. It's something that we can't master. It's just, it's, it's there's going to be changes. And so that's, that's what that means for me. It's like, it's like, we're all, everybody's going to go through changes. Mm. So you can't look at, you can't look at what somebody else has or what somebody else does or whatever. And then put yourself down for that. Yeah. And that's like, you know, that's, that, that's what we are as a people. It's like, man, like my man got all this stuff. He's doing great. And you talk to him, oh man, it's sad. Mm. You even know, like, you know, he's like, man, I, I, like, it's, I think Fonte said it best. He said, yeah. I know married men that would kill for a quiet hour. I know it single men who would kill for a wife. You know what I'm saying? It's like Indeed. for you, you a married man, you looking at this cat out here just with the ladies having fun. Like, man, I wish I could do that. He looking at you like, bro, you got it made. And you're like, wait, what? I'm conf- wait, hold on. You're not happy? I thought that was the life. Yeah. <laughs> so then it's feel- like, you know, just it's all perspective, man. Like, yeah. yeah, like it's all perspective. So it's just it's all it's a it's a state. It's big like this the statement is to say like don't 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 pull from somebody else's success and make and make and make what you have less. Wow. Well like you can't like there no man is master the art of living. So you can't just look at somebody, like, look at those who are on the come up or doing well and say, man, I'm, I'm losing. I'm not winning. I'm not winning right now. It's like you woke up today. So you winning. You was, you was chosen to be here again. So you got a chance to continue whatever it is you're trying to do. Definitely. And you know, I feel like that false sense of perspective has heightened in this social media era where you could like literally be minding your own business in your home and then you go through your timeline and it just it makes an individual yeah, feel yeah. sad like <laughs> oh man why wow, i ain't got a house you know what i mean i don't yeah. have a car yeah. like you know and it, it, yeah, it it's such a, a a constant thing that i see happening a lot and it gets the best of us you know um yeah. But I, I appreciate you for breaking it down like that because it's so real. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's it's it's, it's uh it's I mean, like you said, especially with social media, it's it's easy to just get on your phone and look at the timeline and, and it just throw you know, your day off. Just see something. He's like, bro, this is just it's too much. It's overwhelming. Right. Like I just finished working this trash job. My man sitting here on on you know on Instagram with a money counter full of hundred dollar bills. I just work thirteen hour shift. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'm barely know. I'm barely making ends meet. Like, you know, yeah. so it's yeah. Yeah. Wow. I feel it. What what would you say is the closest you've seen to that? Uh, like if if you've even seen it, like to the to mastering the art of living. The closest I've seen, like just being totally honest, man, um on my father in law. Mm. Dude is dude is He's just, he's happy with what he has. He worked hard for for what he has. And he's like, he's raised four, four kids who are just good human beings. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he got the relationship with all of his kids. Like I haven't, I've like from where I come from, I haven't seen that. So like, Marrying into my wife's family, like that, even changed a lot for me as far as like the way I look at life. Because like my like most families growing up, they're not tight knit like this. Like my wife's family sees each other three, four times a week. They just get along. They love each other like crazy. Hey, we gonna have Taco Tuesdays. We gonna do this. We gonna we gonna have a bonfire. Like seeing seeing the joy that's within their family unit, within their family unit, it's like. It's it's amazing. And it's like my man worked for that. That's dope. He sacrificed for that. And it's like for me, like that's the art of living. Like he knew what it took. Or he did what it took to provide for his family, but at the same time, he didn't let providing his family take him away. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so that that's what I see a lot. It's like, yo, I need to provide for my family. I gotta do what I can. 
And then that turns into, I ain't never home because I'm just working, making sure we've eaten. Yeah, yeah. I'm just working, making sure we're eating. I'm just working, making sure we got a roof over our head. You're supposed to be grateful for that. And then, you know, you don't, you don't know your kids. And it's like, man, you know, that's, that's, that's what I don't want. So like watching, watching their family unit throughout this time that we've been married, it's like, man, this is crazy. Like, and I see them do it every day. <laughs> you know what I mean? They said, one of them call, oh, we're having a problem with this. I'll be right over. My man drops everything. I want to go to your house and help you fix whatever's wrong. Wow, that's inspiration, Not, man. Like, like nothing's more important than you. I'm like, man, that's that's so. And I don't even know that he knows that I watch him like that. You know what I'm saying? But I see it every day. My man drops. It don't matter what he's doing. That's done. I'm doing this project that I know is going to take me all day. I'll finish it another day. You need help. I'm done. I'll be over right now. Wow, that's legacy, man. Yeah. So, so, so yeah, it's like, you know, like I said, I've been, been fortunate to just get some, some crazy examples throughout my life from, from, you know, where I started to now. And it's just, uh, it's, it's helped, it's helped reshape the way that I look at a lot of things. Right. So. Wow. Listen, Serene, I want to thank you so much for taking the time with me today. Um, before we get out of here, any, last things you want to say to people about this project or you know what do you want people to get from this project if you had to kind of sum it up in a nutshell and uh what else is in store for you that people can look forward to before the year is up man i always say um what people call a normal boring life it's just nothing it's nothing to be ashamed of like for real for real what you what you have is is giving you shelter you got clothes on your back you're eating be grateful for that don't let nobody shame you you work at a nine to five job that's you work a minimum wage whatever you got a job don't let don't don't be ashamed of that you got to do what you got to do to move on to that next phase of your life you can't you can't let watching you know what what's going on in the world or anything around you knock you off your knock you off your square mm-hmm. everybody in the place and for a reason so whatever 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 your path is just keep pushing through it that, that's what i that's what i would say wow thank you um yeah man and uh as far as what to expect i mean to expect more music man i i this like i said it's therapy for me like mm-hmm. i just i just write i just i write about what's going on it's like journaling for me because it's uh it's an outlet and you know if if it hit, you know, it's cool. Like if it does, it does. If it doesn't, I'm again. I enjoy just making the music. It's 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 fun for me. It's it's um it's uh it's my way of giving because I just I know I have conversations with people all the time. It's my, my my circle, my team, and you know my my people that's close to me. Man, we we say we did we talk like this all the time. <laughs> we sit around and we talk and we build and just kind of. Like yo, we gotta re, we gotta recalibrate. We gotta see what's going on, and, and like yo, like you having a hard time. Let's see where you at. You know, check in with your people. Yeah, you know, that's 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 what it is, man. Just utilize whatever gifts you got. I'm gonna utilize mine and continue to put, keep putting out music, man. Definitely, and I mean the project is fresh, so I'm sure as the you know, the weeks and the months go by, more people will be checking it out. But I got to say, man, I got, I got a chance to give it a thorough listen. And I'm really, really happy with your output. Um, you and um, yourself, you know. I, I really, really appreciate that, bro. Thank you. Like, yeah. seriously, that's that right there is that's 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 enough. Like, yeah. just hearing people say that they, that it resonates with them. Like, yeah. yo, I, it's cohesive, too. I appreciate that. It, it it's very cohesive, so yeah. you hear the theme throughout, and 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 the, and the the actual beats, like I said, complement your vocals. So it's it's a very cohesive project, and like I said, it's very grown manish, but at the yeah. same time, very <laughs> mature. You know, so I definitely, you know, appreciate the project, man. And I'm gonna be definitely. You know, um, giving it some more listens, and when I do my next mix, I'm definitely gonna be putting 
you know some of that music up in the mix so man oh man thank yeah, you. definitely man like again a pleasure having you man i wish you all the best in the next endeavor uh, i hope that this project you know provides all that you would expect to gain from it and you know like i said much success in your continued career man i uh, much appreciate it man thanks thanks for having me seriously likewise so uh to my listeners out there, make sure that y'all check us out on our website, outtheboxmedia.com. That's O-U-T-D-A-B-O-X media.com. You can subscribe to our website um, so you can get those email notifications when we put out new shows. And anything Out The Box Talks related, just hit the subscribe button on the website. Just go to that tab you know on the actual website that says subscribe and you can put in your your name and your email all right remember we're on a few podcast networks you can find us on anchor.fm we're on spotify we're on apple Podcasts. we're on google Podcasts. we're on overcast stitcher pretty much most places where you'll find podcasts we are also check out our youtube channel out the box tv we occasionally go live there and we do some of our interviews there. So, you know, we're trying to keep that YouTube channel, you know, growing. So definitely, you know, check us out. But you could always go to the website. That's the portal. Our social media is Out The Box Media for Instagram and Twitter. And for Facebook, we're Out The Box Radio. And just like that, again, I want to thank you for listening. Thank you again, Serene, for hanging out with us today. Much success yeah, to you. you. And uh, on that note, until we see you guys next week, I want to say peace, love, and light. We out. Peace.